Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Your health truly is the greatest gift. At U-Theory, quality of life is at the heart of every product we make. From farm to shelf, we travel the world to source the purest, most efficacious, and clinically studied ingredients to create science-backed supplements that support beauty, emotional, digestive, and physical well-being. All U-Theory products are manufactured at our Southern California facility, ensuring the highest quality standards every step of the way. As a family-owned company, we celebrate the power of human potential with the mission to inspire wellness in all. Try U-Theory Immune Plus Daily Wellness. 100% daily values of vitamin C, D3, and zinc. Go beyond the you of today and catch the you of tomorrow. You theory. Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking in wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health, Joshua Lane. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my guest is Jolie Root, the Senior Nutritionist for Carlson. And Jolie is a regular contributor to the show, and it's a great pleasure to have her on. And also, it's a great pleasure to have Carlson as a sponsor of Here's to Your Health, as they are the company that really helped to put the use of fish oils, omega-3s, on the map, uh, frankly, in the early uh, 1980s, which was really a very big breakthrough. Everyone loves fish oils, and Carlson's known for theirs, and people who are not so much... uh, enamored of nutrition, still recognize the value of fish oils and use them. And so fish oils are a great product when you're trying to convince your family and friends to take better care of themselves. They could always start out with fish oil. It's always a great recommendation. Jolie Root, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Thank you, Josh. It's always so much fun to be here with you. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you on the show. Now, uh, as you're a regular contributor to the show, uh, I understand you'd like to speak about omega-3s and the health of our favorite dogs, or actually our favorite pets, our dogs. Yes, and that is one of the things that I think was a bright spot 
in an otherwise kind of dark year and a half, the COVID pandemic, one of the things that happened that I think was really a good thing was that people decided, well, if I'm stuck at home, be a great time to get a dog and the pet adoptions, the shelter pet adoption level was the highest that it's ever been, which means lots of um, shelter pets found their forever homes, which is something that just makes me so happy. And I think that it made it a lot easier. I have a daughter that is in her mid-20s, and when this whole thing got started, she was home sequestered alone at her apartment in Denver. She finished her master's degree with remote classes, went through her graduation, and and went straight into working. She's a trauma therapist with telemedicine. So um, in the process of all of that, she adopted a puppy, and it got her through. She was very lonely in that place all by herself, and I bet you that there are millions of stories like that. So... You know, that is a good thing that happened during this whole crazy last year and a half is that a lot of people and animals found their way to each other. And you're right, dogs are our favorites. It is the most popular pet. And it won't surprise you that I have a pretty strong opinion about considering omega-3s not just for you and your spouse and your kids, but also for the family dog. They're, they're very important for the health of dogs. Our guest is Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the sea nutritionist for Carlson. By the way, I don't wish to slander people who love their cats. People will like cats, too, but I know that dogs are more popular than cats. It's just a personal preference thing. Now, when people... People might kind of smile when they hear that omega-3s are good for dogs. And uh, so what kind of testing has been, what kind of studies were done to support that idea? Well, it is a lot of veterinary science and looking at um, uh, the same issues that happen with humans when it comes to benefits of omega-3s. So... Most of the research has been done with joint health, and there are a lot of dogs that get a little slow, get a little stiff when they get up from a nap or when they work their way off the sofa, and one of the real benefits of omega-3s is the reduction of inflammation everywhere in the body, and that counts in the joints. and. Uh, a, a lot of the dog breeds are known for uh, hip dysplasia is the you know the medical term, but their hips get bad, and especially breeds like German Shepherds, Labrador Retrievers, but also the dogs with really long backs like the little Dachshunds or the Corgis, um, and then of course all kinds of mixed breeds. Um, have issues with their hips, with their back, and omega-3s are so important for that. So that's one of the areas that um, when you reduce the swelling and you reduce the pain, um, 
omega-3s can be very, very helpful. Now, I would also throw in a glucosamine and chondroitin, uh, that family of nutrients, or maybe MSM, and you see those combinations in the, in the pet aisle, in the natural food stores, and even in just all, you know, all of the marketplaces, and that's a good combination with the omega-3s. But it's not just about the joints, although, you know, for people and their pets alike, omega-3s make your movement so much more comfortable. But heart health, let's start at the top. I, the, probably the number one reason and the, and the largest number of studies, if you had to categorize the, the human trials, on omega-3s would be in the realm of cardiovascular health. And chronic high inflammation is associated with heart disease. Omega-3s reduce inflammation. And it's the EPA in this conversation that are generally viewed as the inflammation warriors and are worth considering as one of the tools in the toolbox of, of, of promoting and maintaining a healthy heart for dogs. And a, a lot of dog owners will have their dogs on a medication for their hearts lifelong in order to reduce the likelihood of heart worms, which can happen in dogs. But the, the heart needs the same help in a dog as it does in a human as far as improving circulation, improving heart rhythm, you know, the steady, strong beat of the heart, resilience for the heart rate variability so that, you know, he can take a nap and then he can jump up and go out and chase after a tennis ball, and the heart is strong enough both in resting but also very active mode, and omega-3s really promote that. So heart health is another one of the areas that's really, really important for our pets, and the omega-3s help with that, too. Um, and, Josh, I think probably the thing that I've heard you comment the most about when it comes, well, the next two things are going to be both things that you have talked about personally, but one of them is brain health. And you noticed, if I'm not wrong, you noticed right away yes a difference in yes. cognition right I did. I did I noticed within a week and I see myself as a smart guy and I take very good care of myself so I was very pleased that I personally saw such excellent results from taking the Carlson fish oils within literally a week that my ability to focus my cognition was clearly and obviously better and I was a little embarrassed by that because I thought wow why do I really need this I think I take real good care of myself but obviously you always can learn, and uh, I recognize that the fish oils help me, a healthy guy, and help me in a week. Huh. Yeah. It's, it's, you do notice it. It's one of those things that you can actually feel the difference. And yeah. so, you know, whether the issue is mood or whether the issue is memory or focus or concentration, the omega-3s play a role in all of those elements. And it's, this is where the DHA in omega-3s really takes the lead because DHA helps the developmental growth of the brain and it helps to prevent deterioration as you, but also your dog, grows 
actually games for dogs with, um, you know, with, with brain health in mind, but you cannot discount the benefit of DHA for cognition in canines. It's very, very important. And you mentioned cats earlier, and we're, we don't want to give short shrift to the cat, right, the feline population, because the omega-3s are good for the cats, too. I just want to say, if you're listening and, you know, you've got your, your cat by your side, or probably if, if it's like all the cats that I know, laying on the keyboard of your computer, huh. um, Right. The omega-3s are very important for the feline population, too, all the benefits that we talked about. But the other one that I wanted to bring up while we still have a little time, Josh, is skin and fur health. Now, we people, we don't think so much about fur for ourselves, but skin, who doesn't want their dog to look good? And it's not just about looking good. If your dog's skin is supple and their coat is shiny, those are indicators of good health, and the omega-3 fats help to moisturize the dog's skin, which in turn can help to reduce shedding, prevent dandruff, and reduce the itchiness. That We see a lot of dogs that just scratch and scratch and scratch, and that's usually dry or even inflamed or allergic skin, and the omega-3s play a very strong role there for dogs and humans. They make all of us look better. <laughs> right, right. Our, our guest is Jolie Root, and Jolie is the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Carlson known for introducing natural vitamin E to the marketplace in 1965, I'm always happy to add, and also known for their work in the use and promotion and manufacture of um, fish oils, uh, you know, EPA, DHA, the omega-3s. So, Jolie, the question I have, and I'm sure the listeners as well, well, the dogs, of course, vary in weight, and so how much EPA, DHA do the dogs of various sizes, various weights, rather, need on a daily or weekly basis? Yep. I, I think daily is a good idea. Now, I've got big dogs. I've got a couple of Labrador Retrievers, and both of them weigh a little more than 90 pounds. So Mm. to give you an idea, if I'm using one of the Carlson liquids, I do about a teaspoonful with their food at one of the meals. I feed them in the morning and the evening, and so one meal I give them a teaspoonful of the liquid, which is generally an adult dose. Um, But, you know, at that weight, I consider them to be adults, and the labs do have a tendency toward those really, you know, sore hips and joints. So, uh, and these dogs are full tilt boogie, man. They get out and they just play and play and play, and I don't want them to be in pain at the end of the day. If I'm giving them capsules, I like to... I've got a big bottle of the Carlson Cod Liver Oil Capsules, and that's got some vitamin A and some vitamin D, which is also really good for them. And so I just give them one capsule with a meal. Now, if it's a smaller animal, I would kind of reduce the amount, but just think that a human baby that weighs, let's say, 8, 9, 10 pounds, the dose for a human baby on the Carlson liquids is half a teaspoon. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't worry, you know, now if you've got one of those itty-bitty little 
you know, you hold the little dog in your hand kind of dogs, and maybe I would go with a quarter of a teaspoon once a day on the liquids. But, um, you know, beyond eight or nine pounds, I would probably go about half a teaspoon on the liquids. It stirs right into their food. I have never seen an animal refuse it. They love the way that it tastes. So that's what I would suggest. Okay, good. That's that's a, that's a good amount. So it does vary, and again, uh, by weight, and you kind of do it on a daily basis because you feel that's just kind of a better idea, and you what, mix it in their yep. food? Fix, mix it in the food? I, I, I think consistent intake is a good idea, and here's the thing to remember, Josh. Some of the things that might be in typical pet food might be pro-inflammatory. There may be some corn, there may be some soybean, um, or some of those oils that are more in the omega-6 category, we want to offset some of that with the omega-3. So that's why I think the daily dose is the best idea. Yeah, that, that really does sound good. And uh, when you give it to the dog, so you, you find it's very good for problems with the hip, and also you yep. feel that really it keeps their skin just healthier and they potentially would be scratching less because they're just healthier, and it just makes them more vital. Well, and, and, and it gives them really beautiful coats. I, it never fails. People say, wow, your dog is so shiny. What, you know, what kind of shampoo do you use? And, right. it's, you know, and, right. and my husband always says, it's not the shampoo. She gives them fish oil every day of their life. Right, And yeah. that is, you know, that's it. That, it makes a big difference. Right. Yeah, it's not the it's not the shampoo. Shampoos are fun, but no, no, it's it's internal, and then the internal yeah. by the dogs are healthier. They look better. Right. Exactly. Health and beauty uh, and vitality really run together, and more and more people recognize that uh, now. Jolie, we're coming to the end of the interview. How can listeners of Here's to Your Health purchase the Carlson fish oils? They are sold, Josh, in natural food stores and supermarkets all over the country and also online. You, you, know, you can Google Carlson fish oil or Carlson cod liver oil, and you'll have several resources that will pop up if you like to shop online. Um, you know, so natural pharmacies, they're everywhere. They're easy to find. And then the website for Carlson is Carlson Labs. Com. That's very good. Right. Our, our guest has been Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson, known for their fish oils, known for the introduction of natural vitamin E to the marketplace in 1965, a very influential and important supplement company, and I'm happy to say a proud sponsor of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. Have you had your Carlson Norwegian fish oil today? Decades ago, scientists discovered why Greenland Eskimos maintain healthy hearts despite their high-fat diets. The high level of omega-3 oils in their seafood diet protected their hearts. Carlson Norwegian fish oil provides those important omega-3 oils. The same omega-3s from cold water fish support maximum brain power, immune strength, joint comfort, and our vision, too. Carlson, the very finest fish oil, is a valuable source of the important omega-3s EPA and DHA. Each teaspoon provides a full 1,600 milligrams of omega-3s. 
and its purity is guaranteed. Try it on salads and popcorn. It tastes like lemon, not fishy. As for Carlson, the very finest fish oil at finer health food stores today. Your health truly is the greatest gift. At U-Theory, quality of life is at the heart of every product we make. From farm to shelf, we travel the world to source the purest, most efficacious, and clinically studied ingredients to create science-backed supplements that support beauty, emotional, digestive, and physical well-being. All U-Theory products are manufactured at our Southern California facility, ensuring the highest quality standards every step of the way. As a family-owned company, we celebrate the power of human potential with the mission to inspire wellness in all. Try U-Theory Immune Plus Daily Wellness, 100% daily values of vitamin C, D3, and zinc. Go beyond the U of today and catch the U of tomorrow. U-Theory. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And today we have Dr. Carol Osborne. Dr. Osborne is a veterinarian. And the subject actually is how we can keep our uh, dogs and cats healthy by eliminating problems with fleas and ticks, which is really a a serious problem and can also affect us adversely. Uh, Dr. Osborne, welcome, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Josh. Very happy to have you on the show. Now, so Dr. Osborne, where did you receive your undergraduate and graduate degrees? I went to John Carroll University, uh, right here in University Heights, Ohio, uh, east of Cleveland, for my undergraduate work. And I uh, went to the one and only Buckeye, Ohio State University, College of Veterinary Medicine, to, uh, to get my degree in veterinary medicine. So as a girl, did you always just really love pets? Is that it? You love working with pets? I I love animals, and uh, I, I'm one of the few vets you'll probably ever meet that's allergic to animals. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, that's, that's, uh, that could be a problem, I guess, in your practice. Uh, <laughs> so are you, what, are you allergic to the, 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 the dander, is that it, of, of, the, of the pets? Yes, and most, most people are, yeah, it's... The, the danger that, that kind, kind of gets you. You're, you're absolutely right. Mm. Well, that actually, that, that could really be a problem. Also, what is the name of the book that you are the author of about healthy dogs and cats? Uh, Naturally Healthy Dogs and Naturally Healthy Cats, which um, are available online on, on my website, which is www.drcarol.com, dr C-A-R-O-L dot com and on our, our veterinary clinic website uh, Chagrin Falls Pet Clinic dot com which is kind of a long one but but on that website in addition to wonderful products and books we've uh, there's a blog with well over a thousand articles that I've written uh, addressing all different health health topics uh, for dogs and cats Right. Now people really uh, enjoy their pets and benefit from from having the pets and really there seems to be a real movement towards a greater understanding of what dogs and cats really uh, need to be eating properly and how to be taken care of so I'll use the word natural as a broad term but there really seems to be a big move 
towards that. And I think people recognize, oh, yes, yes, you know, the dogs and cats don't do well when you give them grain. They just, you know, and so there's been a, there's been a, there's been a real nice shift as far as I can tell. Now, but the problem with fleas is really a very serious problem. Now, what do you suggest? What can we do for the dogs and cats that really does not poison them and does not poison us? Well, that, that's that's a great topic, and um, the, the big thing with fleas and all these other external parasites um, is prevention, prevention, prevention. Uh, so if you can prevent the problem from occurring in the first place, um, that, that's always the very best way to go. Um, and and what what I mean by that is if you uh, if you live in a place like California where it's kind of nice and warm all year round, uh, even Florida, that, then you you certainly have 365 days a year. You have to figure something out. But if you live in the the east or the west. Uh, like like we do here, then there's only certain seasons of the year. Um, we always tell people to start about a month uh, before it hits 60 or 65 degrees outside with regularity, um, and to continue your flea prevention protocol uh, until you get a nice hard frost or a little bit of snow, which on average is April or May until about December. Um, as far as outside of the home, um, certainly tri- trimming down the long grass and the, the, the excess brush, you know, trees and shrubs can be very, very helpful for fleas and ticks. You have to remember that, that fleas uh, don't live on your pet. They live in the environment, uh, and they're, they're jumpers, so they're hiding on the ground. Uh, they can jump up to four feet. And um, those, those critters are easily repelled uh, by a variety of things. Um, certainly, you can um, ma- make a, a lemon flea dip. Uh, just cut up a lemon. Um, you want you know, maybe cut it into quarters. Uh, throw it into some boiling water. T- take it off the, the stove. Let it steep overnight. Um, pour, pour the mixture into another container when it's cool. And you can spritz your animal with that every couple of days. That's a, a nice, wholesome, if you will, just a, a, a lemon dip. Um, certainly for people that, that want to really do everything they can, uh, you can make a flea dip with a couple cups of fresh rosemary or peppermint. Mix it with about five quarts of warm water. Let it steep for about a half hour. And then once it's cooled, uh, you can begin dipping your pet. For people where the pets still itch even after uh, you've done a dip, you can even make yourself uh, a holistic anti-itch remedy. Uh, And Josh, the way you do that is you take five drops of licorice, dandelion root, and cat's claw. You mix them all together and give five drops of the final solution by mouth once a day for a couple of weeks in a row. Now, the, the thing to, to remember that in dogs, the flea predilection site is going to be the tail and the groin. You know, it's the back end. Where in cats, it's the head and the neck. And, and people are always saying, well, I'm, I'm sure my pet doesn't have fleas. The way to figure that out, a little home flea test, is take your dog or your cat, 
put them on a, a, a white towel or a sheet, get yourself a flea comb, which is one of the combs with the real narrow teeth, comb, comb your dog's butt, and comb the head and neck of your kitty, and then look at, look at that sheet. And if you see brown and black specks on the sheet that look like pepper, if you get them wet and they turn red, there's your answer. Uh, flea feces are nothing more than dried blood because fleas feed on blood. Uh, now, if you don't find any on your pet, uh, but you're worried about your home, which of course is part of the environment where the fleas will live, uh, you could put on a pair of white cotton socks, shuffle your feet all over the floor. If you have hardwood floors, fleas like to lay eggs in the slats of the hardwood. Shuffle your feet real good and then pick up your foot and look at the bottom. And once again, Josh, if you see those black and brown specks that look like pepper and you add a little dab of water and they turn red, you've got your answer. Now, if you're looking for a nice natural remedy to flea-proof your home for one year, go to the grocery store and buy yourself a box of borax. It's in the laundry detergent section way up high. It's about $7 a pound. Take the borax and sprinkle it all over your floors and carpets. Uh, pound it into the carpets pretty well. Leave it on a couple hours and vacuum it up. That offers one year of natural fleet prevention within the home that is effective. Um, if you don't like doing all that stuff yourself, there's companies out there like Flea Busters, but they charge about $300 to do the very same thing. Right. Well, our guest is Dr. Carol Osborne. Dr. Osborne is a veterinarian, a uh, graduate of Ohio State, and uh, wrote a great book called Naturally Healthy Dogs, and a second book, Naturally Healthy Cats. These are some, Dr. Osborne, these are some really uh, good recommendations, but I tell you that I'm a little distressed to hear that that fleas can even live in hardwood floors. I kind of assumed that it was only the carpets, but really uh, that you said that you, you know as a vet that they do live in hardwood floors. Oh, yeah, they'll live year-round in your home, particularly in the slats, you know, where the, the one board meets the other board? Yes, yes. Um, that's, a, that's a favored place, and you have to remember that if you find one flea, there's like a million around the corner. Um, and, Josh, when it comes to ticks, um, ticks are completely different than fleas because ticks hang out on vegetation, uh, on tree branches and bushes, if you will. They don't jump at all. What they do is they drop down onto their prey. Um, the head and neck are a favorite place. So I always tell my clients that to take your hands and run them over your pet's body very carefully every morning and every evening, and of course, if you find something that shouldn't be there, uh, remove it, uh, maybe put a little jar of alcohol and bring it to your veterinarian's attention. The big thing with fleas, I'm sorry, with ticks, is that they carry uh, up to 10 different diseases, uh, Lyme's disease, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, anaplasmosis, ehrlichiosis, uh, the list goes on. But the bad thing is, is not only can they transmit those diseases to your pup, but then they can also transmit them to you. And if your dog, for example, has one of those diseases and a drop of his or her urine would splash on you, then your dog can transmit the disease to you. So ticks are a really good thing to prevent as well. Oh, my goodness. 
Well, again, more good advice uh, from Dr. Carol Osborne, uh, who's a veterinarian, <laughs> our, our guest today. So, Dr. Osborne, so some of these things, you know, fleas and ticks, they're, they're really, everyone knows they're not a joke, but they can be bad for the, your pet and your, your, yourself and your children, everyone who comes in your home. Is that it? That is that is exactly right. Now, as far as the ticks, uh, ticks seem to be on an eastward eastward migration, if you will. Um, so, for example, in Ohio, which is uh, where we're located, uh, the ticks have started to get significantly worse uh, every year. Um, now, out in let's say California, um, I couldn't tell you a hundred percent. Just what type of a threat ticks are, mostly because I'm not out there, um, but that is definitely something to ask your veterinarian about. There are some over-the-counter products um, that use, let's say, clove, uh, which, believe it or not, is incredibly effective as a repellent uh, for ticks and fleas and even mosquitoes, uh, the bite of which can transmit something called heartworm disease. Um, where these worms that kind of look like spaghetti clog up your pet's heart and can cause, you know, a heart problem. Um, so there are some ready-made products you can just pick right up off the shelf uh, that are great. And some of these essential oil products, which it's always good to run it by your vet, make sure that the products are formulated specifically, you know, for the dog or for the cat, if you will, uh, so that you don't suffer a toxic reaction. Um, but various uh, combinations of the lemon balm and the clove, et cetera, can, can be quite helpful, whether they're applied topically. Sometimes you put it in a little bandana or a, a, you know, a little collar that might be around the pet's neck or attached to the collar. Even some of these uh, vibrational uh, gadgets that are available online uh, emit an ultrasonic frequency uh, that certainly offers no adverse effect to your pet, uh, but can be very helpful in keeping some of these nasty little critters away. My goodness, great advice. Our, our, our guest is Dr. Carol Osborne. Dr. Osborne is a veterinarian uh, practicing in Ohio. You may have seen her on a lot of different TV shows, including the Today Show, uh, and also been on Fox and Friends. Uh, written up in the uh, L.A. Times, Ladies Home Journal, USA Today, uh, In Style, New York Daily News. So uh, Dr. Osborne is like, you know, people like to seek her advice. Uh, Dr. Osborne, so the, everything you recommend is non-toxic for dealing with these problems with fleas and ticks. And again, for fleas, you mentioned that you can make your own rosemary and peppermint. Is the word bath correct or spray? What's the correct word for that? Uh, I, I, I think I think a dip. A dip. Um, mm -hmm. You can make yeah a natural herbal uh, flea remedy using the fresh rosemary or peppermint. Alrighty. And how do we use that? We 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 just we literally dip the pets' paws and how do how do we do that? Yeah. Well, again, to make the dip, take a couple cups of either fresh rosemary or peppermint, mix it with five quarts of water, put it on the stove. Um, let it steep for about 30 minutes and then cool, and then just take a big sponge, and you literally just squeeze the sponge out all over the pet uh, so that their body is, you know, covered in the solution, and then you want to let the solution dry on the pet, um, and that can be effective for, for a couple of weeks until you want to, you know, start the bath uh, and, and, and the dip again. Um, 
and we, we talked about a few of those different recipes, which uh, can be very, very helpful. You know, they also have uh, other products, uh, this Diet Tenacious Earth, uh, which is available in these garden stores. Some people add it to the pet's food. Other people sprinkle it on the inside or the outside perimeters of the home. Um, and the thing about that is uh, you just have to watch the dust. You don't want to inhale that dust because that can kind of cause you to cough cough a little bit. There are even some uh, some living larvae that you can buy at, at a variety of these garden stores. And again, you start sprinkling them um, and they eat, uh, you know, all kinds of flea larvae and, and, and things like that that can be somewhat helpful in reducing the population of these nasty little critters outside of your home. Well, that sounds very good. Our guest has been the veterinarian, Dr. Carol Osborne, uh, who graduate of Ohio State, really recognized for her work. She has two very good books I suggest you uh, read, one, Naturally Healthy Dogs, and the second one, uh, Naturally Healthy Cats. Her clinic phone number is 440-247-5901. For those who like to call, that's 440-247-5901. Again, our guest has been Dr. Carol Osborne, the veterinarian. Excellent advice to help the real problem with fleas and ticks on our dogs and cats. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. And most American diets are low in important omega-3 oils. Omega-3 oils are the vital components of fish that provide numerous health benefits. Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems supply concentrated amounts of these omega-3 oils that are needed to support vision, brain function, and a healthy heart. Each great-tasting Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gem Soft Gel contains 1,250 milligrams of fish oil from deep cold-water fish. That supplies a full 800 milligrams of omega-3s, all in only one easy-to-swallow soft gel. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence, for they are tested for purity, potency, and freshness by an independent FDA-registered laboratory. Ask for Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems at your favorite natural food retailer today. Your health truly is the greatest gift. At U-Theory, quality of life is at the heart of every product we make. From farm to shelf, we travel the world to source the purest, most efficacious, and clinically studied ingredients to create science-backed supplements that support beauty, emotional, digestive, and physical well-being. All U-Theory products are manufactured at our Southern California facility ensuring the highest quality standards every step of the way. As a family-owned company, we celebrate the power of human potential with the mission to inspire wellness in all. Try U-Theory Immune Plus Daily Wellness, 100% daily values of vitamin C, D3, and zinc. Go beyond the you of today and catch the you of tomorrow. U-Theory. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health.
I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my guest is Wendy Robbins. And Wendy Robbins is the author of an excellent uh, new book, which I just read, uh, called The Box, which is The Box, An Invitation to Freedom from Anxiety. And this discusses uh, Wendy's uh, long-term problems that she's had as a teenage girl and as a, as a woman with anxiety. And I think that many of us, or most of us, or perhaps all of us, can read this book and think, oh, there's a certain percentage of me in this book. Uh, Wendy Robbins, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Hi, Josh. Thanks for having me. Very happy to have you on. Now, uh, as before we begin the interview about your book, uh, The Box, I mean, An Invitation to Freedom from Anxiety, uh, what, what is your undergraduate and, and uh, graduate degrees? Where did you go to school? Um, I went to Dartmouth College in Hanover, New Hampshire, and then I went on to Suffolk Law School in Boston. And so today, you find your career is, are you, an, are you a tax attorney? I am, yes, corporate tax attorney. Um, I work in uh, creating and ma- uh, maintaining affordable housing, and also I do some lending work to um, it's social, social impact lending. So, so social impact, so in other words, you help what? People who really are having difficulty getting uh, uh, money to buy their property? Um, it's really on a corporate level, um, lending to a lot of nonprofits um, who are helping um, communities that are underserved. Um, ah. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like very, very good work. Now, your, your, your new book called The Box, An Invitation to Freedom from Anxiety, uh, reading the book, what was it that made you wish to, I'll use the word, expose yourself this way? Mm, yeah. What was it? <laughs> Some days I think of that, too. Like, um, It was really about, um, it started as a very cathartic process, and it started as something that I knew would just save, my, save myself, right, the writing the book. Um, but then about halfway through, I realized that there was this process that was unfolding that I felt like other people could benefit from as well. And my journey wasn't just getting from A to B, you know, I had uncovered so many treasures along the way um, as I did the work that I felt the need to share them with, um, you know, people that were in my place as, say, a teenager or a 20-year-old, or I felt like I had to go back and, you know, give them the tools that I wish that I had, give them the hope that I wish I had when I was in those darkest moments. Um, so I think that really was what motivated me to um, sort of forget about exposing myself, but doing it as a way to serve. Now, our, our guest is uh, Wendy Robbins, author of an important book called The Box, an invitation to freedom from anxiety. Now, Wendy, you know, reading through the book, it just seems from what you wrote that indeed you were an excellent student, you were an excellent athlete, and that your mom and dad were actually uh, very supportive. Is that is that a correct characterization? Yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. Um, I think a lot of that is because my anxiety started at such a young age that um, in order to deal with it, hide it, control it. Um, I became, you know, a perfectionist. I became a people pleaser, um, very hypervigilant, very controlling. So those things actually benefited me as as a student and as an adolescent. 
And then you were such a good student and, and, and high school athlete that you received a scholarship to Dartmouth, which obviously is not something that's easily obtained. And uh, at, at, was it at Dartmouth that you really felt that you really started to uh, experience really a lot of anxiety? Yeah, that was really, um, I, I had had a really good stint during high school. Um, I was really on top of the world and really had very little anxiety, even though I had had panic attacks and anxiety as a child. Um, but then when I went into uh, college and was at Dartmouth, I really started having an identity crisis as well as a ton of pressure because it was very unique for somebody from my community to go to an Ivy League school. Um, so I think those things combined for this sort of perfect storm that I was already, um, you know, I already had that anxious um, tendency. And um, by sophomore year, I was calling a suicide hotline and had really, um, that was the first time I really reached a, a sort of rock bottom. Wow. And so when, our guest is Wendy Robbins, uh, the, an attorney, uh, graduate of Dartmouth, wrote a book called The Box, An Invitation to Freedom from Anxiety. So in Dartmouth, was it, was it because that so many of the students came from such wealthy backgrounds and you won a full scholarship that you just felt, oh, they have more money than me and they're kind of flaunting it and I can't, I can't do that? Was, was, was it that kind of social pressure? Um, that was a part of it. I did feel like um, I didn't really fit in because I came from a working class town and I did see um, that affluence. But um, I think it was also around not feeling as prepared coming from a public school. And they had um, a lot of them had been to private schools and in classes, I could see the distinct difference. Um, you know, as smart as you think you are, that, you know, you can make make this leap into an Ivy League school and then you see what the real competition is when you get there. Um, I think that was that was a, an added pressure as well. And also, um, I think leaving some of the other sports that were more important to me behind in going to Dartmouth, I went to throw the javelin. That was um, what, I, what I was recruited for. Um, I didn't really identify with that as much as um, basketball, for instance. And leaving that behind, that was really a grieving process for me. It had been such a huge part of my life. Um, so I think all of those combined really sent me into a bit of a tailspin. Yes, when I read it in the book, I was a little surprised that the coaches at Dartmouth would think, no, here's a star athlete in basketball and, you know, obviously a great student, and we're going to switch her completely to the javelin, which I guess you had, had you ever, ever even thrown javelin in high school? Oh, yeah. I was, um, I was state champion oh, javelin. Oh. It was, um, <laughs> yeah. And I, the coach actually, the coach of Dartmouth actually saw me throw at the New England uh, championship, um, where I did well. And so it was big. It was my third sport. Um, but... As I said, I just didn't identify with it the same way I did with basketball. And there were other schools that had offered me scholarships for basketball. And so it was just a difficult choice for me. And I ultimately just picked the best school and I got in early. So it made it, um, you know, an easy decision when I was looking toward, you know, my career and what school would um, look best on my resume and, you know, things like that. Not really making a decision from my heart, but from my head. 
Well, as a you know, as a seventeen-year-old girl going off to college, I mean, you really can't make the same decisions you're going to make when you're thirty-five years old, can you? I mean, you're a seventeen-year-old. I mean, what kind of experience do you really have? And so, so were you now when you called the suicide hotline in uh, your second year of school? Were they helpful? Did they really kind of help you feel better? Um. Unfortunately, no. But I don't want people to to not call if they're having if they're you know feeling suicidal. Of course, um, that would be my advice. But for me, I was paralyzed by the thoughts that I was having, and so both um, you know they ask you what are you feeling, what are you thinking, why did you call, and I just didn't have any answers, and I was terrified. So I hung up pretty quickly, and then I found my way to a psychiatrist on campus who asked me similar questions, and I really felt like I would be removed from school, hospitalized, you know, I catastrophized all of the things that would happen if I actually voiced the fears that were um, that were running through my mind, you know, the scary thoughts that I was having. Um, so I really, I think it's a two-way street in therapy, so um, I really wasn't getting the help that I needed and had to really sort of figure it out myself. Yes. Our guest is uh, Wendy Robbins, uh, a tax attorney, graduate of Dartmouth, who wrote a book called The Box, An Invitation to Freedom from Anxiety. So, Wendy, in other words, when you talk to the school psychiatrist, you thought, aha, there could be ramifications if I actually speak to them in an honest way, and you felt, no, I really can't talk, I just kind of do it on my own. So is is that the feeling, unfortunately, you had? Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. And it's really terrifying to me to think of that now. Um, and it is why such a big part of my mission is around ending the stigma around mental illness, because I hear the same things from people who are suffering, um, even in my own law firm. And, you know, my law firm's been amazing in embracing my journey and bringing wellness programs and so forth. But there are still people I know that are hiding in the shadows who feel like if they come out, there will be they will be viewed differently. They may lose clients or, you know, depending upon where you are in your life, I think that that, that um, unfortunately is still um, in our, you know, especially in our corporate, um, corporate world, still the image of what will happen if you, if you speak your truth and come out with some sort of mental illness. Um, so, yeah, I think ending the stigma is something that we all can work on, especially in... Um, you know, not only in colleges, which I know that, especially Dartmouth, I've, I've talked to them specifically around this, but um, in our corporate culture to remove that stigma. Uh, our guest is Wendy Robbins, author of a book called The Box, An Invitation to Freedom from Anxiety. Wendy, you know, I hate to say it, I think you're right. I think there is a big stigma, and I think sometimes people are concerned justifiably that uh, if they discuss freely with their psychiatrist uh, or the mental health professional, what they're going through, that indeed it might cost them a job, it might cost them their tenure at the university. Uh, no, it really is, it's, it's, a, it's really, I think, a terrible problem that continues. So what, prog- what protocol did you decide, did you find works for you? Yeah, so um, ultimately, I mean, at the beginning, it was really like triage, right? Um, because I didn't have the skills or the vocabulary, or so it was really about... Um, I would do things like remind myself. I went back home for a semester and just tried to immerse myself in who I was before and try to take those scary thoughts and and distract myself from them, just push them as far as I could into the shadows and hope that they would um, stay there for as long as I could possibly keep them there. 
I know now is not the answer. Of course, they come back, and they come back with a vengeance. So ultimately, when I started this journey about six years ago to really discover whether or not somebody who lived with anxiety and panic disorders for almost 40 years could really find true freedom from them, um, I personally went back to use my anxiety to really shine a light on all of those places in my past that were still open wounds and pain points because I had had, you know, some trauma in my childhood. There was a chaotic um, environment because of, you know, generational mental health in my family that had gone untreated that creates an environment Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, can be unstable and feel unsafe at times. So me personally, I had to go back and um, sit in those uh, pain points and really do some reparenting and some healing. And then bringing that forward, I started doing exposure therapy um, because my life had been, I had created such a small box that I was living with, that's the name of the book, that it really had become a prison for me. I thought it was a safe place and a place where my um, I wouldn't be triggered and I wouldn't have those panic attacks and that anxiety, but in reality, I was in this box still with more anxiety than ever. So I had to find a way to understand, you know, what had gone into building those walls in order to deconstruct them and then start pushing those boundaries further and further, Um, you know, that comfort zone. So stepping out of my comfort zone and experiencing the anxiety and retraining my brain to understand that I could live through it and I didn't need to be afraid of it. That was a big part of it. Wow. And that, that continues to be an ongoing process with you? It really is. Um, I have, you know, fewer panic attacks and less generalized anxiety and obsessive compulsive intrusive thoughts. All of that has, it's been reduced significantly, um, but it's not gone entirely. And I think that that's a good, a good message to understand that the anxiety is never going to go away completely. So if you, if that's the, if that's the goal and then suddenly you feel anxious or you have a panic attack, then you feel like you failed, right? I think that it's understanding that it's always going to be there on some level because it is such, um, um, like a basic survival skill that we have, this fight or flight trigger. Um, but just understanding that we can still live our life with it, right? We can move past it. We can, we can work through it um, rather than trying to avoid it or um, limit ourselves in some way so that it just never comes up again. So, yeah, I still think about it occasionally. I still feel it occasionally. um, But now I try and use it in a way to actually guide me towards something that I should be doing in order to build resilience rather than living my life in a place of resistance all the time. Uh, Wendy, we have about a minute left. How can listeners of Here's to Your Health purchase a copy of The Box, An Invitation to Freedom from Anxiety, and read this very nicely done work that you have that I think can help a lot of people? Um, thanks. Yeah, they can, um, you can come to my website. It's wendytamis, T-A-M-I-S, robbins.com with two Bs. Um, you can also, it's available where all books are sold online. So Amazon, you know, um, Barnes & Noble, Walmart. Just, if you Google it, you will find it. Thank you very much. Thanks. Our guest has been Wendy Tamas Robbins, author of the book The Box, An Invitation to Freedom from Anxiety. 
a book that is actually uh, very worthwhile, and I think really many of us, maybe most of us, maybe all of us, would benefit from reading uh, Wendy's book called, again, The Box, An Invitation to Freedom from Anxiety. This is Josh Lane, listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves i'm the reverend al green and you're listening to the insane daryl wayne and i said wayne insane you can find it on amazon or blackstone audio search for the latest from the greatest from daryl wayne d-a-r-r-e-l-l-w-a-y-n-e hello this is weird al yankovic and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. If you have any questions about the guests or topics discussed tonight, please give us a call at 818-707-0005. That number is 818-707-0005. This is Josh Lane. On behalf of the cast and crew, I would like to wish you a healthy and safe good evening. Your health truly is the greatest gift. At U-Theory, quality of life is at the heart of every product we make. From farm to shelf, we travel the world to source the purest, most efficacious, and clinically studied ingredients to create science-backed supplements that support beauty, emotional, digestive, and physical well-being. All U-Theory products are manufactured at our Southern California facility ensuring the highest quality standards every step of the way. As a family-owned company, we celebrate the power of human potential with the mission to inspire wellness in all. Try U-Theory Immune Plus Daily Wellness, 100% daily values of vitamin C, D3, and zinc. Go beyond the U of today and catch the U of tomorrow. U-Theory. Have you had your Carlson Norwegian fish oil today? Decades ago, scientists discovered why Greenland Eskimos maintain healthy hearts despite their high-fat diets. The high level of omega-3 oils in their seafood diet protected their hearts. Carlson Norwegian fish oil provides those important omega-3 oils. The same omega-3s from cold water fish support maximum brain power, immune strength, joint comfort, and our vision, too. Carlson, the very finest fish oil, is a valuable source of the important omega-3s EPA and DHA. Each teaspoon provides a full 1,600 milligrams of omega-3s. 
and its purity is guaranteed. Try it on salads and popcorn. It tastes like lemon, not fishy. As for Carlson, the very finest fish oil at finer health food stores today.